It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. This Ace Cast download is brought to you by Link Soul. Go to linksoul.com and by Nest Bedding. Love where you sleep. Go to nestbedding.com. A's Cast, streaming on iHeartRadio and broadcasting locally on Bloomberg 960, KNEW Oakland, and KOSF 103.7 FM HD2 San Francisco. The swing and a high fly ball, deep left center field. Fletcher is back. He's at the wall. It's a grand slam for Ryan Noda. It's the A's first of 2023, and he has tied the game at eight. It's now time for the A's Clubhouse Show. And the number is 833-625-2278. That's 833-625-2278. Ken Korak, what is going on there at, at, at the ballpark? They have canceled the postgame yeah, concert? So we were wondering what was going on because all of a sudden there was like this loud chorus of boos and it became a little unruly here. And obviously there was something we didn't know what had happened but I guess they had announced and then they put a message up on the big screen here that they have due to technical difficulties is what they said they have canceled the postgame concert so it was a tough night for the White Sox and it just got worse for their fans I mean we're talking about vanilla ice tone loke we're going back old school 90s yeah you cannot cancel that well they had they took the you know, they have one of those portable stages that they bring in and they roll into the ballpark, you know, yeah. on like a flatbed truck or something. And uh, they rolled it right back out. And right now it's it's working its way through the tunnel beyond the center field fence. Now that's a tough one for their fans. But honestly, I don't care. I'm going to sit back and I'm going to enjoy. I can't tell you how many calls I've taken. 833-625-2278 about Nick Allen this year. Uh, I, I, you know, I've, I've, I've talked about personally how I grew up with Nick Allen's family, so obviously I'm rooting for the kid like you wouldn't believe. We've had him at the pie shop in Walnut Creek so many times. He grew up at the San Diego Chicken Pie Shop. I grew up going to school with his mom, his aunt, his dad. Went to my high school. His dad has worked for my brother and I as an electrician. I mean, we know him well, right? So it, it, it hurts when people have really taking some shots but this is a game about production it's a game about being able to do your job and he has struggled offensively but tonight gonna sit back and enjoy this one for nick allen the greatest night of his career his young career just an incredible night yeah and the A's continue to just batter the white Sox pitching staff right chris i mean it's wild but yeah and he's got to produce and he knows it he's a great defender we talked during the game, Chris, about the shortstops, the plethora of shortstops the A's have coming up. At every level right now, they have a, a legitimate prospect playing shortstop. And so he knows he has to produce. There, there, there'll be guys knocking on the door pretty soon. But you're right. It was a great night for the kid. He works so hard. He's one of the nicest people you'll ever meet on a ball club. And so he's an easy, he's an easy player to root for. And uh, tonight was the game of his life for sure. 
And then, I mean, there is actually a lot of, a few things we can get into here real quick. Uh, Ryan Nota being at home, one of the, one of the coolest things that you see is when you see the parents in the stands and to see how excited his father was. Uh, this is going to be a priceless four days for his family. And to see him with the dinger, three hits, what a night for, for, for my guy Ryan Nota and his family. This was really cool to see. Grew up northwest of here, Chris, as we mentioned, kind of detailed that last night. And Paul Canerco was his guy. He always wanted to wear number 14. And he had a Canerco kind of a night when you consider that he hit, had a couple of hits and a long home run, too. So three hits for him. And uh, his on-base percentage is, is creeping up near 400 again. So, no, and I think it's, it's been a big boost getting him back in the lineup, too. Let's end on this. Zach Neal. You know, this is a this is a story about how you never give up. No matter how old you are, no matter where you are in your career, you never give up. It's a guy who's now 34 years old calling Scott Emerson. Hey, man, can I get a job? Can I get a job? Can I get a job? Tonight he got his first win since 2016. Think about how long ago 2016 was. I don't know if he never gets another win in his career, but for for Neil and his family, and obviously we know what a baseball family they are, as the Witt family just came through with Bobby Witt Jr. Dad's the agent for everybody. He's married to his his uh, Bobby Witt's daughter. Um, special night, special night, and I think it says a lot about his character, who he is, playing in Japan, but at 34 years old, getting one more win. This might be it. I won't forget it. You know, they won't either. No, and it was important, too, because the A's, and we've talked, you and I have talked, they need pitching. They need somebody to go out and give innings, and he at least was able to give them five, and he gave up four runs, but only two were earned, so he did a nice job. And I mean, to think of going seven years without a win in the big leagues and uh, just looking for that one final shot, I think he can go home tonight and feel really good about the journey and the fact that he stayed with it, Chris, and the perseverance to do it. And then, you know, Sean Newcomb gave the A's two innings, and that's what the A's are looking for now. And the A's hoping that Mason Miller is going to make one more appearance in the minor leagues. He'll be back before too long. You've got to have guys that, even if they're not starting, that could give them two or three innings out of the bullpen because that's where the A's are at in terms of their pitching right now. 4,374. Do you know what that number is? That's the number of days between wins for Zach Neal. It's the amount of outs you got to get in a Major League Baseball <laughs> season, not counting extra innings. And whenever I bring that number up, people go, wow, yeah, you need 4,374 outs. So you tell me, if you don't want your starting pitchers to go deep in games, how do you get 4,374 outs in six months? That sounds like a lot of outs. I can't believe nobody gave Chris Townsend a shot. Exactly. I, I, I threw 88-89. I, well, no one was looking for a short right-handed pitcher, Ken. Well, you know, Chris, there are other avenues to make your mark in this life. <laughs> well, I just, I, I just want to apologize to you and all the other people there in Chicago that you're not going to get to see Vanilla Ice and Tone Loke. I know you're looking forward to it. I'm bummed. Yeah, I was going to take an Uber, you know, and stay in, in, you know, into the wee small hours out here. So. <laughs> Uh, right. I, Talk I'm to off, you tomorrow. I'm off tomorrow. 
Oh, you are? Okay. I have bigger things oh, that's to right. do. Mr. Gent, you're going to go to a, the Spartans and the Trojans at the Coliseum. The biggest upset in college sports history tomorrow at the Los Angeles Memorial Coliseum. Well, and Mr. Jensen's doing the pregame and the postgame tomorrow. Exactly. So he's going to – I may be calling into the postgame if we win. Good luck to the Spartans, man. All right. You have a good night. Okay, buddy. All right, the number, 833-625-2278. That's 833-625-2278. Hell, if you're going to beat them up all year long, you might as well give them a little love when they have a good night, right? Some of you, some of you out there, night after night, call after call, just beating them up. On a night like this, sometimes, you know what? You got to tip your cap. And tonight's a night that I'm not going to forget because it's a night that it's the greatest night of Nick Allen's career. There is something about that. Some of you may agree. Some of you may not. And for Zach Neal, I think it's a story for all of us. There's a lot going on in this game. Yes, the A's won 12-4. That's great. But sometimes it's the stories inside the game. And I told you, at some point, Man, you've got to show something. Everybody has to show something. I read it today, and I didn't realize it, and I had to double-take. Like, is that real? I read something today, and I was like, wow. Detroit going into their game today. The terrible Tigers. They're awful. Detroit? came back and got a victory and beat the closer of the Astros and Detroit won four to one. Detroit is a game they're a game over five hundred in the second half. Kansas City's had its moments they're better. Nationals have been one of the better teams in the second half. It's my whole point. Everybody at some point in the season should so should show signs of getting better. I don't care what the names are on the back of the jersey. I don't care if you had an A ball team up here. Everybody should show signs of getting better. And the A's just have it until now. It's finally happening. 833-625-2278. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show, and your phone calls are next. Summertime is golf time in the Bay Area, and that means it's time to enjoy the beautiful vistas, 27 holes of championship golf, and all the amenities that Cinnabar Hills Golf Club has to offer. Cinnabar Hills gives you a variety on the course and in their amazing grill. They're ready to give you an incredible experience for any family, business, or social gathering. Nestled in the quiet hills of San Jose, summertime fun awaits you at Cinnabar Hills Golf Club. Learn more at CinnabarHills.com. That's CinnabarHills.com. Join First United Credit Union as they root on the A's to victory. First United Credit Union believes in being a good neighbor and supporting our local teams and local community. And for a limited time, you can earn $100 when you open a free checking account and use it. Use promo code ATHLETICS when you apply. Learn more at firstunitedcu.org forward slash athletics or stop by a local branch. Insured by NCUA. Swung on that's driven deep to left. Benatendi going back right to the wall. He's gonna watch that one is gone. Have a night, Nick Allen. 
his fourth home run of the season. He builds on a career high with five RBIs. And it's 11 for Athletics here in the seventh. This is A's Clubhouse. Wow. Four for five. Five RBIs. Home run number four. And all of a sudden, wham, the batting average is up to 209. You know Nick Allen. He has a track record of struggling level to level to level. But always at some point the light goes on and he has success. This is why you play him. This is why you play him. Let's see. You got all these games. Let's see. Let's see how many more of these nights he can have. Let's see what he can do. That's been the whole point of these guys. I know Seth Brown went out there, but you know Seth Brown has one home run in August? How many at-bats is that? 66, 67 at-bats. He has one home run. 32 years old. Love Brownie, but, I mean, why is Ruiz not playing? I don't want to hear right on right. Ruiz needs to play. What has he got? Let the young guys play. God, we're so, like, as a fan base, it's annoying. Oh, but we love these guys. You're not going to. You need to find out which one of the young. Can you imagine? At some point, Ryan Noda forced them to play him every day. Do you guys all realize that, right? Ryan Noda wasn't playing every day. And it was on this show, we kept saying, play him. You have to play him. See what you got. See what you got. Uh, Three more hits today, a home run, and now his OPS late August is 813. Play him. My God, is it that hard? The young guys, let's see what they got. Why are you not playing Ruiz? It does not make sense. But it goes to what I've said. It's like, you know, he was exciting early, had some hits, steals a bunch of bases, but all of a sudden you're like, what happens if he doesn't hit? We know he's not great defensively. He's got to get better wherever they're going to play, but how's he going to get on base? Well, I know one way he's not going to get on base, and that's sitting the bench. I can tell you that. But the A's with the win, 12-4. Great win tonight. The A's have won 4-5. of five. Enjoy. Let's go to Ben and Pleasant Hill. By the way, George and Daly City is requesting a Japanese word because Zach Neal played in Japan. All right, George. I'll find something. Ben and Pleasant Hill. Ben, you are on the A's Clubhouse Show. Hey, Chris. How's it going? Actually, great. Yeah. Yeah, we don't get this feeling very much this year, so enjoy it. Um, but, uh, yeah, it was it was a great night, you know, for Nick Allen and, and particularly for Zach Neal, who, I mean, I don't think really any of us knew how long he was going to go because, you know, was he going to be a, a opener, a, a bold guy? I mean, we didn't really know. And to see him go five and not get pulled uh, before that because his pitch count was creeping up, and you know how baseball is these days. We get so nervous when guys get even close to 80, 90, 100 pitches. And so for him, it was it was nice to see him go back out, get through five, and, and, and end up getting the win. Um, and, you know, he hadn't had one in – like you said, probably seven, eight years, something like that. So 
so it was a great night for him. And then uh, for Nick Allen, too, I think it's possible. I mean, you know, we say this when guys have a little bit of success, but, you know, maybe maybe a light bulb has gone on and maybe he, he starts an upward trage- trajectory at this point. So um, just a good night for both of those guys, and and, uh, and they've at least split the series. So um, we'll see if they can win at least one more uh, over the next couple of days. I yeah I was thinking you know whenever you say four game sweep you're like all right that's yeah. let's not get out over our skis yeah. here but it's tough. It's uh, tough. winning three out of four yeah I mean next thing you know you say you beat Kansas City you beat Chicago and there'll be some just jokers who call in well they're not any good doesn't matter at this time of the year can you show that your younger guys can compete and get better are you getting better. And the A's are playing better baseball. They're getting better. That 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 like is the must for me. It's like, what are we watching on daily? Are we watching them be more competitive? And the answer is yes. Yeah, yeah. And it was it was just like what Kansas City's doing when they came in and, and played us a couple of days ago. They were, they were starting to play better at the time. And so, so I mean, the, the only thing left for the A's to do now is is play spoiler and. And, you know, against, you know, you're not necessarily doing that against the White Sox because they're, you know, let's be honest, kind of out of it at this point. But um, but just do that down the stretch, gain some experience. They still have veterans on the team they can lean on, like Diaz and and Carlos Perez and, and those kind of guys. So, um, but, yeah, and, and you have to see him play because, I mean, how else are you going to figure out what you have going forward and I totally agree with you that Ruiz should be playing whether you know whether he struggles or not I mean he got in there at the end of the game but that, that I mean he didn't really do a whole lot so um but when you have a log jam of young guys you know that's a good it's a good problem to have and so um and you just find ways to get them in there so but um but anyway yeah good night for, for everyone Noda was fantastic god he seems to do great when he goes back to Chicago but um, you know, because he's he's from there, but but uh, just a really good good night all around, especially for for Allen and Neil. Yeah, no doubt about it. And I also wonder about Jordan Diaz, why he's not playing. It just it's like, yeah. what, what are we doing here? Yeah. What are we yeah, doing? It's I don't yeah I don't know. I mean, why why wouldn't you play him? I mean, is he great in the field? No, but I mean, he at least can hit. I mean, we've seen, you know, certainly seen that through the minors and. And Jonah Bright is great, but is he is is he the guy you want to go forward with? I mean, I think you got to play Diaz most of the most of the games down the stretch. You know, it's so a pre a, a, a always appreciate the phone call. You have a good Friday night. You know, it, it's 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 interesting, and there's a reason why the Houston Astros have been to six straight ALCSs. They've been to the World Series four times during that time, and they've won it twice because they're ruthless. That's what they are. And they don't make decisions based on how you're going to feel, how anyone's going to feel. They, they don't care what the media thinks especially back then under Jeffrey Lunau. They didn't care. They didn't care what the fans thought. They didn't care. 
Go back and look. Go back and look when Jeffrey Lunau takes over and look at their roster. You think they were playing a bunch of guys in their 30s? Nope. They were in teardown, rebuild mode, because in the end, we're going to try and win championships. This is how we're going to go about it. This will be the process. And that's not what we're doing. Now, whether it's the manager, this is exactly how I want to do it, or the front office is a part of the decision-making, it's a collaboration, whatever it is, you wouldn't see the Astros of a la 2013 playing Tony Kemp and Seth Brown in the outfield and sitting Ruiz. Because if anything, you'd either want to find out whether Ruiz can play or you want to showcase him so you can move him for something. Because there's other people that like him, so maybe he gets hot. Maybe you may not like him now, but maybe he gets hot so you can showcase him and you can flip him in the I mean, something. You, you, don't, you don't help his value as a player or as a trade piece by benching him. I mean, it, it may make the guys feel good in the clubhouse right now that they got a win tonight and they're getting some wins, and I like it, but you know what? Jeffrey Lunau, he built a juggernaut based off not making those type of decisions. Not by making the post-game show guy happy. Why make me happy? Not by making the fans happy. Aren't you supposed to make the fans happy? Well, Astros fans happy are real happy. They're, they're giddy now that they win championships. They don't even remember what it was like to rebuild. They don't care because now they're in the playoffs every year. The manager, they didn't care what Bo Porter thought back then. Like, you have these decisions being made, like, for what? Don't get it. But everybody's going to feel happy tonight. I'm happy. But in the grand scheme of things, does it matter if I'm happy? Would I trade happiness right, would I trade happiness right now for winning in the future and much faster? You bet I would i go 0-162 if you told me in a couple of years we're going to be in the ALCS fighting for the World Series. I'd give it all up. But that's not how this thing works, and that's not how our organization's working. We're going to continue to go down with older players and for some reason putting younger guys on the bench and claim matchups. Okay. Got the win tonight. Happy about that. I think the Zach Neal story, though, is my favorite. As much as I like Nick Allen, Zach Neal hadn't had a win since 2016. We talked about today. Where were you in 2016? I mean, my God. Play till they rip it off you. Play to everybody out there. Play till they rip the jersey off you. You've got the – he's 34, like in baseball terms. Oh, that's old. He's got his whole life ahead of him. He's got his whole life to go find another career. Play till they rip it off you. 833-625-2278. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show. When Northern California businesses need some pop in their lineup, they call the bank rooted in the East Bay. 
Mechanics Bank. Since 1905, Mechanics Bank has been helping Bay Area and Northern California businesses find success and perform at the top of their game. See how they can make a difference in your business today. Call or stop by your local branch or visit MechanicsBank.com. Mechanics Bank, the official East Bay Bank of the Oakland A's. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. If you're looking for a new mattress, Nest Bedding has you covered. Sleep on the same mattress Hall of Famer Ricky Henderson sleeps on. Nest Bedding is the number one brand of online mattresses and the Bay Area's favorite mattress store. Take home the Easy Breather Pillow. The New York Times calls it their number one pick. You can navigate their easy news website, nestbedding.com. That's nestbedding.com. Green and Gold fans use the coupon code Oakland and you get 10% off your entire order. Nest Bedding, love where you sleep. Chevron with Tecron has unbeatable engine cleaning power, and it gives you unbeatable mileage for all kinds of unbeatable destinations, like time in the sun at the beach, or time in the sun riding roller coasters, or a day in the sun hiking mountains. Well, probably just one mountain would be enough for a day, but hiking a mountain is still an unbeatable choice for how to spend time. Download the Chevron app now to get unbeatable mileage at locations near you. Like sports, business is about winning. Championship decisions are business decisions based on what it takes to help your company win. And that's why there's UBO Business Services, specializing in helping you win every day by streamlining workflows, managing documents, and providing the best-in-class office technology. Make your championship decision with UBO Business Services. Visit them at ubeo.com. That's ubeo.com. Sees fires and Nick gets a ground ball into left for a base hit. Let a score cap. Langlier is around third. Here's the throw to the plate and the dive, and he's safe at the plate. He gets his left hand on the plate ahead of the tag by Corey Lee. Allen singles the left, driving in two, giving the A's an eight to three lead. Bride stops at second. A bang bang play at the plate. And a good job sneaking in ahead of the tag. By Langoliers, that's going to be it for Dylan Cease. Now Robert swings and misses, and down he goes. Robert Kays. And that is the first strikeout for Zach Neal. This is A's Clubhouse. Let's get out to the phones. Let's go to Mike in Texas. Mike, you're on the A's Clubhouse show. Tony, what's up? Got a win tonight. Yeah, well, everybody's happy but me. Where's Brett Harris? <laughs> uh, he's in AAA, my friend. Play, if they're not going to play Diaz at third, then call him up. You can send Jonah Bride back. And let's get Brett Harris, our third baseman of the future, in this young infield. Yeah, we're going to yeah, we're going to see, right? I mean, I mean, Jordan Diaz another night where he's not in there, so I you just start to wonder, like, and there's going to be one guy called up. I don't know who that's going to be. I think it'll be more county. You can ship Jonah Bride back. You can call one guy up. There's lots we can do, but this carousel of third base right now is just, it's hard to watch. It really is. I, I, I'm, I'm not wishing any bad on any of these guys, but it's just not the level of play that we want. Our third baseman of the future is just waiting. You know, I need to check his, let's see, where is he right now? 
want to see how he's doing. I haven't checked in on him. Let's see how old Brett Harris is doing at AAA because everybody has crazy he, numbers. He does not have great numbers, my friend. Even if he's hitting 220, he's still hitting better than the guys we've got now. He's hitting and 247, he's the- one home run, seven RBIs with a 664 OPS. 25 games. I wonder if he got hurt because that's not a lot of games since he's been called up. Yeah, I, I was there, and, and I know you and I are going to disagree on Ruiz. I think he is going to be our center fielder. I, we, you heard Joe Rudy talk about getting it, and I see this a little with Butler. Neither one of them knows how to go to the wall first. They're still having finding their way getting to the wall, and I think that's the major deal with both of them. But I'd love to see the two play together. I'd love to see this guy, you know, Ruiz flanked by um, by Butler and uh, Blade. Be a great thing to see. Yeah, I just uh, Butler's a better center fielder. I don't know why you'd want Ruiz. Ruiz has shown nothing that makes you think that you'd want him patrolling center field on a quality team for years. I think he might surprise you. Well, but that being said, he needs to go play winter ball, and he needs to do what Nick Allen did last year. He needs to live at the facility starting in, in January. Now, if he's not willing to do that, then I say, yeah, he's not our center fielder. I agree with you on that. I mean, that's something that modern-day players really making that commitment to, like, okay, where can I be around it? And now some guys want to train with their own people. Like, obviously, Lawrence Butler has his crew with Marquise Grissom down in Atlanta. That's great. Or, like Nick Allen, and there's quite a people do this in Florida or Arizona, where they actually move. You know, a lot of these guys are young. A lot of them aren't the young guys. They're not married yet. They don't have kids. So it's not like they have a house where they're going to raise a family. You can, like, I mean, the offseason, get a condo near wherever the facility is so you could be at the facility almost every day and utilize that X amount of months in the offseason, bigger, stronger, faster, and get your skills better. Yep. And one last thing, Tony, I'm going to watch my Irish tomorrow play the Navy. And being an Irish fan, I'm watching tomorrow night, and I hope San Jose absolutely stops USC. Isn't it going to be great? Go get your victory in Ireland Fighting Irish get a win in Ireland, and then take down your arch rival. We'll take them down at the L.A. Coliseum. I hope they blitz that quarterback and hit him so hard he wakes up next week. That's what I'm hoping for. <laughs> I will be there. I won't be here tomorrow. I'll be in Los Angeles. Well, root of the victory, brother. Anybody to beat SC, I'm jumping up and down for. Have a great one. Thank you. Yeah, tomorrow we will be arriving Burbank around noon at some point, and then. Uh, We'll be heading down to the Coliseum, and it's going to be a lot of fun. College football is here. Week zero college football. There's like seven, eight games tomorrow. All right, and let's go to, on a Friday night, let's go to George in Daly City. George, you are on the A's Clubhouse Show. Tony, Tony, I'm so happy because Zach Neal pulled out a win from the Saitama Seibu Lions. It's almost like he's a um, he's like he's like a native son. Oh, he's part of the family. He's a definitely a Saitama Save Lion and an Oakland A. The data doesn't lie. 
there it is. Yeah. Also, Tony, do you think uh, they were able to get a picture with uh, Nick Allen, Ryan Noda, and Zach Neal together? I think that would be great for the three of them. Get a picture of the three of them together after tonight? Yes. yes. I, I was hoping they'd get it with Vanilla Ice and Tone Lope, too. But they canceled the concert. They should be in the background. Right now in the front, Nick Allen, Ryan Noda, Zach Neal with a win today. Ah, oh, Vanilla Ice standing over him. Oh, it'd be great. <laughs> yeah. And also, uh, Tony, I think we might have a Japanese word today. We'll do it in the dedication to Zach Neal for his win. I have one. Oh. Oh. Mishikana. Mishikana is Mishikana? Mishikana. The singer? Familiar or closest to? Mishikana. Uh, Mishikana? I'm I'm going here. You want to hear it, Japanese? All right, everybody. I'll go to my translator here on my iPad where I get my Japanese word of the day. Everybody listen. Uh the hell happened hold on what the hell all right here we go here we go japanese word of the day mishikana it's not my fault if you don't know japanese george me and the translator were on it oh man you know what would be really funny tony if uh you um were hosting a japanese word show and you had uh, Johnny Gomes, uh, Zach Neal, Ken Maka, and Cody on there, like a Jeopardy show. That would be pretty interesting. Nobody would watch. Here we go. One more time. I'm going to play it so you can hear it. One more time. Mishikana. Okay. Mm. Mishikana. Familiar. To be familiar. Mishikana. Mm. The Japanese word of the day. All right. All right. That's where we need, like, and, uh, a dong. We need something. <laughs> Tony, if you have a chance, can you ask uh, Zach Neal about, um, you know, his time in Japan? I am. I am. About... He's on the road, man. He's, uh, he's uh, when they get back. <laughs> also, ask him about his shortstop, Genda. He was in the WBC. Okay. I'm not going to sit here and do 20 minutes with him about his Japanese life here. I'll get, I'll get <laughs> you what you need. I, I'll, set a, okay. I'll scratch your itch, as they like to say. Thank you. Thank you, Tony. Thank you so much for today. All right. I'm not back till Sunday. I'm not back till Sunday. So you will not get your Japanese word of the day until possibly Sunday. No. Okay. I'll be waiting for you, Tony. Have fun, okay? Good night now. 833-625-227. Oh, boy. This is going to be a tough night. You know, certain callers, they call in. They're very critical, and there's just it's it's tough for them to 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 call in and just give credit where credits due, like and then they'll do like backhanded compliments, like oh, I know tonight's great, but blah 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 blah. It's just it's tough for them. It's really tough for them to swallow their pride and just give somebody credit and just be positive. It's really hard. We're gonna find out how hard it is next. Right here on the A's Clubhouse Show after the A's got the victory over the Chicago White Sox 12-4. to You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show.
right here on A's Cast and the A's Radio Network. Hey, Billy, this deck is great for getting everyone together. Thanks. We're really enjoying the outdoor space, especially on a day like today. What's the material? Humboldt Redwood from Ashby Lumber. They gave us a great deal, provided us with a quick quote, and we couldn't be happier. We even found a great contractor through their online contractor directory. Don't miss a day outdoors. Visit Ashby Lumber in Berkeley or Concord to see our stock of naturally strong, naturally beautiful Humboldt Redwood. Find out more at ashbylumber.com. For all your building needs, Ashby Lumber. A podiatrist will tell you about your feet. An orthopedist will tell you about your bones. A physical therapist will analyze your gait. A psychologist will help you manage your anxiety. But what if they're all connected? What if your walk affects your hip alignment and the loss of movement affects your mental health? At Kaiser Permanente, we know the body is connected in unseen ways. That's why our doctors work together to care for all that is you. Kaiser Permanente, for all that is you. Learn more at kp.org. This is Chris Townsend and Commander Cody for Link Soul. you got to go to their website right now, linksoul.com. The new polos are unbelievable. New colors, lighter weight. We got our new summer shipment, Cody. I couldn't be happier. I look better, all thanks to Link Soul. So we're talking about new polos. You can check out their shorts. Anything you need for summer, they have it right now. When you go to their website, they've got a smoking summer deal. Go to linksoul.com. That's linksoul.com. Looking for a ride that's ecological and economical? Ask anyone who owns a Honda. Gas mileage is great in Honda cars. I feel like I can still go long distances without having to pay a fortune each time I go fill up my gas. So I do use the Honda as my commuter car, and it's really great because I only have to fill up once a week. From Accord and CRV hybrids to Civic and HRV, there's a fuel-efficient Honda that's right for you. See your NorCal Honda dealer now. For details, ask anyone who owns a Honda or visit NorCalHondaDealers.com. 3-2 pitch swung on a drive in the left center field gap and deep. It's going and it is gone! A three-run over for Rucker and the A's win it 9-7. You're listening to A's Cast. And the fish to Tony. And he hits a line drive, base hit to right. Notice the third up with the ball, Gonzalez. Around third is Noda. Throw to the plate is offline and the A's have won it. A walk-off base hit to right by Tony Kemp has scored Noda from second base. This is the A's Clubhouse Show. You don't want to Noda, that swung on, driven high and deep to right. Going back, Colas, he leaps at the wall. The A's go back-to-back. Ryan Noda with a solo shot into the Athletics bullpen. His 12th of the year, and it's 12-4 Oakland here in the seventh. Allen and Noda go back-to-back here in the seventh inning. All righty, the number is 833-625-2278. Definitely a fun night. No question about it. Nick Allen a career night. If you're just joining us, four hits. He went yard. He had five RBIs. Ryan Noda, three hits. He went yard. Zach Neal, his first win since 2016. Unbelievable. I mean, 15 hits. We'll see two more home runs. Was that 34 home runs in August? At least they're showing signs of getting better. 
what that means for the coaching staff. I mean, I don't know how many of these players stick around by next year, but at least it shows some type of progress. Hey, I mean, Brent Rooker keeps it. Two more hits. Geloff got a hit. Got a double. 833-625-2278. Greg and Slow, you're on the A's Clubhouse Show. Tony, what's cracking, brother? Just an interesting night at the old ballpark. A lot of offense. Ball's been jumping off the A's bats. That's good to see. Four out of five, like you said. Um, that's the good news. The bad news is uh, you're Ruiz, man. I, I hear you. It's, it's, I don't know why he's so sour with the organization now. I don't know, you know, who's – you know, whose cereal did he piss in? I don't know why why he's not getting any run. Yeah, I asked Mark Kotze about it today, and he gave me the good question. And, uh, I mean, he is obviously struggling. And basically everything you need to know is he's sitting the bench right now. Now, when a lefty is on the mound, we'll see, but – I mean, Zach Geloff's not sitting on the bench when there's a right-handed pitcher. And if you think a guy is your center fielder of the future, and if you think he's your leadoff hitter of the future, and he's not playing X amount of days, oh, for his last 12, you're not trying to figure out how to get him going? I don't know if that's a great sign. I mean, he was Ricky Henderson two weeks ago. You know, now all of a sudden he can't get off the bench on a – you know, on a, on a 40 win team. I, I, it's just, you know, but, but, but it, like you said, the, the organization, it's stuff they do. Doesn't make sense. I mean, I mean, Jonah bride playing 30 sitting a buck 67. When are we going to ever see Harris? You know, is, is there, you, you, I know you know about more about Brett Harris than I do, but what is, what is he, what does he got to do to get a cup of coffee? You know, Jonah bride. Well, Jonah, I mean, well, we haven't, just, haven't we seen enough? Of, what, we, what's just, that? we just looked it up. He is not, and I, I, I haven't been really following Brett Harris all that much because it's only 25 games, 93 at-bats, but he's not really hitting in AAA. That's like, whoa, because everybody hits a AAA. Yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess that, that's, maybe that's what they're looking at, but, but like you said, I mean, eventually you've got to give him a shot. I mean, how many times has Jonah Bride got to get called up and sent down? Well, haven't we seen the best of Jonah Bride? He's hitting 167. Yeah, I Jonah, mean, what, what, Jonah, you know? Bride, Jonah, Jonah Bride's not here because, and you could question that, Jonah Bride's not here because he's a part of the future. No, no, he's not. I, I mean, and again, the, the, the whole thing with Nick Allen, I mean, give him props. Like, I, I, you know how I feel about him. He's a nice kid. I mean, not on tonight. He, he, you gotta give him his. You gotta give him his due tonight. No. There's, there's no doubt about it. I mean, I, again, he's, he's, you know, everyone knows about the glove and the defense and all that. But uh, I, I look down at and I see Hernandez. Hernandez has a hundred and like a hundred and he's hitting three thirty-five. I mean, he's got one hundred thirty hits in one hundred nine games. You know, he's just he's just sitting down there marinating. I, I, you know, again, the, the competition between them is going to be fierce in spring training. But Nick Allen's hitting two oh nine. I mean, he pulls a game out of his ass here and there. That's cool, but Hernandez has been doing it. He's been doing it all year. Why can't we give him a cup of coffee? I actually have no problem where, what is Hernandez, still 21? I actually have no problem. I think 21, is he 22 yet? Let me see. Sitting 335. 
Yeah, but it's AAA every two. Sky Bolt was Mickey Mantle down there, so I don't really. I don't really. I mean, I, I, yeah, but 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 it's not like the guy ahead of him at the turned, big shows turned the cover off the ball. He's he's been he's been a two hundred hitter all year. I I, I hear you, but I'm not going to rush every single time someone does something at AAA. Then we'd bring everybody up from AAA. Cody Thomas was playing well at AAA. You want you kept saying send him down. I mean, so you got to have some consistency. Let the kid well, we play. Had a we, we, Let him play. He's played 36 games at AAA. I have no problem. I'm looking at his stats right here. I have no problem with Hernandez playing for a while at AAA and then bringing him up. I have no problem with that. Cody Thomas was in a log jam in the outfield. There should be a log jam at, at, at shortstop. I mean, if, if we're trying to find who the best kid is, and we talk about it all the time, the days of not calling up 21-year-olds is over. Look around Major League Baseball. There's a ton of young kids crushing it. I don't want to hear that. That's, what would you do? You know, what would you, you do with Nick Allen? I, I, I mean, I, again, my, my you, I think you know my opinion on Nick Allen. I think the ceiling for Nick Allen is going to be like a he's going to be a fill-in guy. He's going to be a Tony Kemp guy. I mean, Tony Kemp gets a lot of run on this team, but on any other team, Tony Kemp's not a starter. I'm not, I think I'm not asking about Allen. Tony Kemp. I'm asking what do you do with Nick Allen? You're that's asking, my comparison. He's he's, he's, he's a fill-in guy. I'm not asking for a comparison. Nick Allison, Nick, Nick, Nick Allen's a, right now. You put him, he, he's a bench player at, at best. So right now, I put him on the bench. He, that, that's no, what his career. So then you put he's well, not a starter. There's no point. He's to not put a major him, league starter. There's no point to put him on the bench. So you put him back in AAA. I mean, I, if, if if you're saying who do I want to see right now, if we're trying well, to find who the future is, somebody's got to play shortstop. That's what I'm asking. Someone's got to play short. But, what are you going to do? I told you, put her nays there. Okay. Well, how much more crystal clear do I got to be? He's at 335. I don't care how old he is. I don't care. What, what, what does age matter? We all talk about age doesn't matter. I've heard that on the, on the clubhouse show for two months. Age doesn't matter. Get him up here. Nick Allen's hitting 209. And then if her comes up and he hits 209, then what? At least you gave him a shot. We've seen Nick Allen for three no, years. He's been on the give me an answer. You're like, you're like Cody. I have a question. I, I want it answered. Why don't people understand that this way? You ask me a question, I give you answers. I ask you a question, you give me runaround. What do you I do? Give me okay, an answer. You, you, you play him. I play want him. answers. Play him. Play him. Let, let him finish the whole year up here. Okay. If you then call him up an tomorrow. An, at least that's play. an answer. I can live with that. An answer. Yeah. Someone asks I mean, you a I'm, question I'm gonna... in life, you answer it. And don't answer their question with a question. I'm very crystal clear. If you bring them up, you let them play the rest of the season out. I don't think they should have sent Sodi down, in my opinion. Now, I, here's I, I a think... question for Hernays, from what I've heard. He may not be a shortstop. Well, you're going to figure that out. If you call him up and stick him there, you're going to figure that out. Where I well, that's the thing. I don't know if he's a shortstop. Now, there's other positions on the diamond right now that are there's a position at third that's very glaring. I don't know. I haven't seen him play. You we're 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 looking at an unknown player that neither of I neither of us have ever laid our eyes on. You're just going off we're both going off MILB.com. We've never seen I've never seen him play. I've just heard conflicting reports. So I don't know if he's a shortstop yet. I don't know. I've heard Bobby Crosby talk about him. 
I've heard You've that. You've heard Bobby Crosby talk about him because of me. Oh, so I don't care. Who cares who it's because of? I don't care who it's because of. Thank you. Congratulations. I still heard Bobby Crosby talk about how great he is and how great of an athlete he is. I give you credit for, for, for Bobby You're Crosby. You're damn no right you give, give me credit. credit. You're damn right you do. Just like you give me credit for being the piggyback of the, of the, of the, of the callers for the, for the callout show. <laughs> yeah, no, no, you know what? On that note, no one's ever gets you credit. Get out of here. Let's go to uh, Mustang Matt in Discovery Bay. Mustang, how are you? I'm doing good. I'm watching a team that looks like they're having fun. I'm seeing laughing in the dugout. I'm seeing Nick Allen almost. I, I told my friend, I was like, dude, if he goes yard here, like, again, like, I'm going to do, like, 100 push-ups or something stupid. And he's like, well, if he doesn't go yard, I'm watching it on MLB TV and you're going to have to pay up. I was like, yeah, if he goes yard and he completes a five for five and, and does something from the nine hole that hasn't been done in probably decades in the, in, in Oakland, like, sure. I could, I could, uh, I could put some physical fitness up for that. But you know, for me, it's nice seeing the guys have fun and to know what winning feels like. Now we're doing it against the AL central, which is, I, I'm I'm pretty sure I bet that it's the worst division in baseball. So, but as it pertains to the wins, it's just it's just nice to see. It's just nice to see timely hitting. It's nice to see, you know, those those repeated, you know, special handshakes and gestures and like, you know, with with Noda, I think he did he go three for five today. I felt like he went three for five. Yeah, could have been two for five, but I think it's three for five. And then, and then, you know, the pitcher on the bump today, like, you know, he hasn't had a win in like seven years. And so that happens. And then we've got, we've got the, the pitcher that closed it out, had an eight and a half ERA and comes in and gives us two innings. So it's like everything that could have gone right today for us did. And almost everything that could have gone wrong uh, for Chicago, um, you know, they got three, they got three errors, almost took out one of our guys in the dugout because, you know, he threw the ball, you know, 15 feet over the first baseman's head. So, you know, I, I think that's good. And um, I wanted to segue real quick on this. It sounds like Oakland is going to play some hardball with uh, the A's ownership and say that if you want to extend the lease, you're going to have to leave the Oakland A's name in Oakland. Have you have you run across that yet? Mustang, I, I I'm so out of that. I I'm okay. <laughs> I just I just thought it was I just thought it was interesting. I, one of my friends, uh, or actually one of my family members, uh, sent it over. He's like, "Hey, remember we were talking about this earlier?" Yeah, a lot so, of. But people, I think for M- Mustang, how many times have you read something on Twitter? You've seen something on YouTube, and they're not right. How many times? Yeah. No, it's, it's now. Now, uh, now it's, let it's me take you back. And just about all the same stuff was done when the Raider thing was going down. So I've already lived this right. before. And you see all these people say all these things on Twitter now. X. All these people talk tough, talk big. Do you remember? Oh, they should kick the Raiders out. They should do this. They should do that. Um, I worked for the Raiders. Did you know that Mustang, Matt? I certainly did. 
And Mustang Matt, where was the last Oakland Raider game before they played their first game in Las Vegas? Where was that played? Played in Oakland. Wow, at the Coliseum, right? If my memory is correct, I was on the sidelines for that. Raiders lost. That was yeah. their last game. And but but didn't everybody talk big about throwing the Raiders out of town and making them go play in Vegas and all that big talk on Twitter? Didn't everybody have that big talk? Remember that? I do. Yeah. Me too. I remember that too. So uh, you'd be amazed at the stuff that gets sent to me, stuff that I get emailed, the stuff that I get taxed, all the wild and crazy ideas about how everything's going to go. And I, and I just all sit back and go, you know what? I, I, it's hard to buy any of it. Well, let's, let's end this call on a positive note. I like to read his catch. <laughs> right field. I yeah. really, I really want him. I really want him. I want more than anything to see to see him play succeed. I want to see him play? Just, yeah, and I and as far as the Jonah Bride situation, I don't, I don't want to see, I don't want to see anyone stink it up. I want to, I want to see them contribute. I want to see them play well. Um, you know, because this, this may or may not be, you know a player's last hurrah, you know, I don't know, but I, but I do want to, I want to see, I want to see Ruiz be able to get on base because once he gets on base, he is, he is a top three talent on the base pass. Like, and I, I, I'd say that right now. And I, you just, you got to get on base. So I'm hoping to see him, uh, you know, do better, but if he doesn't get playing time, it it rightly won't matter. Cause I mean, you can't you can't hit from the dugout. So, <sighs> by the way, and that's fact. We- that's absolute fact. You can't get better in the dugout. You can't get better not playing. You can't figure out how to play this game from not playing. Every once in a while, sitting a guy down, giving him a breather, trying to get him fresh, trying to get his mind reset. But Ruiz needs to play. Ruiz, I mean, him not playing, it's like. If you're training him to be an everyday player, and now Kotze's talking about just putting him in situations where he can have success, that basically says they've backed off on how they feel about him long term. Because if you really believe he's the guy, he's in the lineup every day. It's like Geloff. Is Geloff in the lineup every day? You bet. Yeah, and so the, so I guess it's like we, we have we have a time – if there's one thing about our record that is a beautiful thing, we're basically right now we're we're playing garbage time basketball, right? You can score as many threes as you want. You're down by 50 points. It doesn't matter. Get everyone in if you want to see reps. Like this is this is the time when it's literally going to be the least impactful on the team. So if you think that if you're going to give up on him without giving him a shot, I mean the kid came back from injury. If you're in a situation where you 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 pull him out of the lineup 50 to 75% of the time and then you put him in in a pinch hit and he doesn't get a hit like he did today and he hits the ball third it's like how do you think that's going to be good for him mentally this he's going to say like this is also for a lot of people cuz everybody watches football this is where you allow your rookie quarterback to throw interceptions 
This is where you allow your rookie court. You want your quarterback to be in every possible situation. You want to make sure he does the two-minute drill before half. You want to make sure he does the two-minute drill before the end of the game. You want him to see every blitz package. You want him to see everything. You want him, you want him to experience the game because right now, if your rookie quarterback goes out and throws three interceptions, it doesn't matter. You are going to lose anyway. You want to get the experience. That's why I have been critical of Ruiz, but I've done it through the eyes of I want him to be great. And now all of a sudden, okay, they're seeing what I'm seeing, but I I, I wouldn't give up on it. I mean, I still don't understand why the hell we're playing these older guys. I, I just I, – I don't get it. I don't get it. So, Makes no sense. Um, it's not. It's so not so, with. It's not what true builders do. True builders wouldn't be playing guys in their thirties right now. They wouldn't be doing it. So would you keep them in the corners then, and just say figure it out? Who Ruiz? Corner outfield. Yeah. I'd put him in the left. Okay. I'm, see, I'm okay with that because from from what I've gathered, he was an infielder. Correct. And playing center field. Well, that's 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 a captain position. That's just as important as shortstop and first base. Like those are things you have to be able you have to be able to run, like the the defense in the outfield. Other corner outfielders are going to adjust to you. So if if that's if that's something that he's not ready for, then he probably doesn't have the strongest arm. So that means you you would probably need to put him in left. Correct. But you know, I, I was thinking they were going to worry about like him getting hurt again. And I was like, well, we've got an entire offseason, and we're going to lose 110-plus games. So now is, now is the least – I'm, I'm going to stick with this. It's the least impactful time for him to get the most reps possible because there are some people that if you make them a platoon player, it's going to be worse for them. And when they have the when – when you say, I'm going to put him in for success, and he's a, he's a pinch hitter or, you know, he gets 10 at-bats, 10 at-bats in seven or eight games – and and he goes one for ten, or whatever the numbers work out to be, and and he's doing terrible. That's not going to do anything for his confidence. So I just think he's he's incredibly too fast to not have in some part. If you can if you can, I think for him the perfect thing would be he's a, he's your double leadoff. Put him in the nine hole. Like I think that's where uh, until he shows differently, that's what I want to see. But you know at the end of the, at the end of the day. Um, you know, I, I hope, I hope the day, do we have him for one more year or was that a one-year deal? Who? JJ. Oh yeah. I got everybody. Yeah. JJ Blade. Yeah. JJ Blade got a uh, cup of coffee before he got here in the big leagues. Oh yeah. Cool. Cause hey, I, by, I hey, think, by the way, I and Kevin... I just want to say this for everybody and I know it's ruthless and that's why no one likes the Astros, but when they were going through their rebuild, they hired a guy who they never had an intention of really being their manager long term. They never wanted Bo Porter as their manager long term. They needed a manager as a sacrificial lamb. And they Mark Kotze obviously was never going to be that for these front office. So we actually care how does Mark Kotze feel? How does his coaching staff feel? That's why we'll play some veteran guys and trying to win games desperately and all that kind of stuff to where the Astros, they could care less 
about Bo Porter back then and could care less about everybody. They knew they were tearing it down to the studs and they were going to rebuild it back, and they knew long-term Bo Porter would not be their manager. Bo Porter knew it. They knew it. And he knew as he was flying around the country, we've had him on the show, he knew the manager of the Astros back then knew that they were coaching these players that the front office didn't like, that they were flying around trying to win games with players that they didn't like, and they knew that the front office really didn't want them to win. Now you think about, oh, my God, that's the worst thing ever. Do you think Astros fans care now? No, absolutely not. Nope. They they were also, if, if they stunk up the world, they were guaranteed, if they had the worst record, they get, they would get they get a number one pick, and of course you know with the ping pong balls, you know we we need we need the the stars to align. So I, hey, I two, hey, two, hey, two of those number one picks didn't work out for the Astros, so it wasn't all ping pong balls. No, I, I know. I'm just saying, like if, if you if you had if you had uh, if you had Holiday in your lineup or in your system, you'd be feeling pretty pretty good. Hey Gunner, hey hey gun, I, hey. We took Logan Davidson. Gunnar Henderson was the first pick of the second draft. We could have had him. Yeah. Everybody could have had him. So, I mean, I whatever, I'd rather have a top. If I can have a, a top three, I could have one. I can have two. Have, whatever it is, I need to hit on that. If it's six, I need to hit on that. But there's a way to be ruthless and build a team. And at times, I look at it, if we're looking at Ruiz – who long-term is going to matter more, Ruiz or the guy you had in left or right tonight starting? Yeah, no, I, I agree. And, and I, feel, I feel bad for Cots because, you know, he was, he was a really good A. And it seems like, from what I can tell, he wants to win. But yeah, it also oh, he, seems like he desperately wants to win. He hates losing. That's where – that's where baseball is, or even all professional sports, it's kind of tough because there's there's the business. You know, that's why they talk about flying the plane and trying to refuel it at the same time. It's really tough to do. It's really tough to try and win and rebuild at the same time. Well, if you're in rebuild, you got to have a different mindset. If you're in rebuild, you got to have a different mindset. Now, if you're trying to win gung-ho every day, we're trying to win, we're going to take 90 feet, we're going to fight to the event, do that with players who could potentially be the future. Don't do it with guys that are not going to be here next year. I agree. Do we do we get a sweep tomorrow? Do we what? Do we, I mean, I'm sorry. Do we, do we back this up with another win tomorrow? I'm getting take, way ahead of myself. Take three out of four. Take, yeah, you've, you've, you've even, you've, you've, you, you, you're dormy right now. You're guaranteed you're not going to lose the series. You win more, you take three out of four. Now you've won two straight series, and you're going to go into Seattle and take on a very hot Seattle team. That's what it's all about. Thank you, Mustang. All right, the number, 833-625-2278. A's with the win over the White Sox. Got to feel good, right? Get a victory like this? Beat somebody? Don't tell me, oh, well, they're not any good. That right now does not matter. Trust me, it does not matter. You've got good teams losing to bad teams all over baseball. At this point, everybody has played so much baseball 
It's just it's survival to the very end. Good teams are getting beat. Texas Rangers lost again tonight. Remember how they were such a good team? They've lost eight in a row. So anybody's losing to anybody now. Beat who's in front of you. That's all that matters. 833-625-2278. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show. And the underdog Oakland Athletics win their first championship since they were in Philadelphia in 1930. Hi, I'm Raleigh Fingers, Hall of Famer, three-time World Series champion with the Oakland A's and World Series MVP. Winning takes teamwork, skill, and heart. So when you need an ace for a personal injury lawyer that will win you the game, go with the winning team. Call Venardi Zarata at 833-VZ-FOR-ME or go to vzlawfirm.com. Bernardi Serrata, the official injury law firm of the Oakland A's. If you're looking for a new mattress, Nest Bedding has you covered. Sleep on the same mattress Hall of Famer Ricky Henderson sleeps on. Nest Bedding is the number one brand of online mattresses and the Bay Area's favorite mattress store. Take home the Easy Breather Pillow. The New York Times calls it their number one pick. You can navigate their easy news website, nestbedding.com. That's nestbedding.com. Green and Gold fans, use the coupon code Oakland and you get 10% off your entire order. Nest Bedding, love where you sleep. Which NorCal drivers are enjoying the best of everything these days? Ask anyone who owns a Honda. My Honda Pilot is the perfect family SUV. My Honda CRV is definitely a great choice. Honda was named best overall brand, most refined brand, and best value brand of 2022 by Kelly Blue Book's KBB.com. Save now at your NorCal Honda dealer. Based on 2022 brand image awards from Kelly Blue Book, visit KBB.com for more information. For details, ask anyone who owns a Honda or visit NorCalHondaDealers.com. Innovation is at the core of Cal State East Bay, like at our Green Biome Institute, where faculty and students preserve genetic information from California's endangered plants, or how we open doors for local entrepreneurs at our Small Business Development Center. From educators to nurses to STEM professionals, Cal State East Bay has real impact throughout the region's neighborhoods, boardrooms, and the entire economy. Be part of the innovation. Connect with Cal State East Bay at csueastbay.edu forward slash impact. Hey, Billy, this deck is great for getting everyone together. Thanks. We're really enjoying the outdoor space, especially on a day like today. What's the material? Humboldt Redwood from Ashby Lumber. They gave us a great deal, provided us with a quick quote, and we couldn't be happier. We even found a great contractor through their online contractor directory. Don't miss a day outdoors. Visit Ashby Lumber in Berkeley or Concord to see our stock of naturally strong, naturally beautiful Humboldt Redwood. Find out more at ashbylumber.com. For all your building needs, Ashby Lumber. A podiatrist will tell you about your feet. An orthopedist will tell you about your bones. A physical therapist will analyze your gait. A psychologist will help you manage your anxiety. But what if they're all connected? What if your walk affects your hip alignment and the loss of movement affects your mental health? At Kaiser Permanente, we know the body is connected in unseen ways. That's why our doctors work together to care for all that is you. Kaiser Permanente, for all that is you. Learn more at kp.org. Hit a home run with a low-rate personal loan from First United Credit Union. Their personal loans feature rates as low as 7.99% APR, and you can use the funds however you want. Plus, you could earn $100 when you apply and open a loan of promo code ATHLETICS. For more information or to apply, visit firstunitedcu.org forward slash athletics or stop by a local branch today. Like sports, business is about winning. 
Championship decisions are business decisions based on what it takes to help your company win. And that's why there's UBO Business Services, specializing in helping you win every day by streamlining workflows, managing documents, and providing the best-in-class office technology. Make your championship decision with UBO Business Services. Visit them at ubeo.com. That's ubeo.com. Summertime is golf time in the Bay Area, and that means it's time to enjoy the beautiful vistas, 27 holes of championship golf, and all the amenities that Cinnabar Hills Golf Club has to offer. Cinnabar Hills gives you a variety on the course and in their amazing grill. They're ready to give you an incredible experience for any family, business, or social gathering. Nestled in the quiet hills of San Jose, summertime fun awaits you at Cinnabar Hills Golf Club. Learn more at CinnabarHills.com. That's CinnabarHills.com. My ride smells just right, just right, just right, just right. Y'all gotta try that for Bree's right, car. Just right, just right, just right, just right. Yeah. La 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 la. With up to 40 days of consistency, all over Bree's car clips right on your bed. Yeah, you yeah. know my car's my happy place. Keep that smile on my face. When it smells just right, just right, just right. Yeah. Breathe happy for Bree's. La 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 la. Back a third, fair down the left field line in the corner. Notice around second going to third. The ball hits the side wall. They're going to wave him. And notice around third, he's going to score. The ball gets loose on the infield. Geloff goes to third with a dive. And the A's lead 5-0. Do you believe this? 5-0 A's. Aggressive base coaching at third by Eric Martins. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show. Yes, I love that. I do not. I'm, I, I've been I've been consistent with this all year long. I don't care if you get thrown out. Don't get thrown out at third. We all know never make the first third. I don't even think you should make the second out at third. You're already in scoring position. But at home, I don't care if you get thrown out at home. Challenge them. Challenge Make everybody have to make a play. Make the outfielder have to make the throw. The catcher have to make. You know how many catchers are terrible at getting a two-hopper or, or, or a shore hop and making the tag? Make them make a play. Be aggressive. What the hell do you have to lose when you're 38-91? Be again. My kids are at a football game. After this, I got to go to a high school football game. What is that cheer? Be aggressive be be aggressive be aggressive man don't ask take it demand it become aggressive this organization needs to be aggressive on everything and with that said let's go to kevin and san leandro kevin you're on the ace clubhouse show wind feels good it's good to be back in the wind column we've been playing well lately but i can't say enough good things about noda and, uh, you know, I'm noticing some things about Noda. You, you, Noda feels like a stabilizing force in the lineup. And so when he was out for a while, I felt like we got the worst of the at-bats. And now that he's back, it feels like everything clicks back into place. And with Noda, what it, what it shows is, you know, you could tell he'd be successful. One of the best predictors of success isn't just how well the ball comes off the bat or the OPS or the obvious things that you see, but it's how well he takes a walk. It's how well he controls in at bat. It's how he gets out. 
right? We saw guys like Coco and Jed control at bats for a long time. And oftentimes, if you didn't look at the stats, you would think that they're hitting way above their average. And it feels like with him back in the lineup, he provides protection for Rooker, uh, protection for Rooker. And now Rooker swinging the bat, uh, you know, way better. And then even at the top of the lineup and on down through the bottom of the lineup. So I like to see that. I think him being a little bit older than the rest of the core guys coming up also helps him coming from the Dodgers, um, you know, organization also kind of helps inspire a sense of confidence and energy. So I'm liking that. But another thing, you know, we've been talking about Estiuri. We're talking about Estiuri and, you know, should we play him? Should we bench him? Where, where should he play and everything? I love Estiuri. And, you know, we talk a lot about stolen bases, but the stolen bases are starting to become a little bit too predictable. And his at-bats are becoming way too unpredictable. And you start to see, if you if you pay attention to his right-handed slash line, it's 232, 289, 297. It starts to remind you a lot of Pache. And so now you start to see why we let Pache go and took Rooker when we felt like Estiuri, his floor is Pache, but his ceiling is unknown. And now we're seeing the other side of that coin. And and so, you know, when Rooker wasn't playing well, we, we took his at-bats away. He was getting one or two at-bats a game. Sometimes he wasn't playing. And so I definitely believe that Estiuri has some things to work out because if he can get a slash line against right-handed pitching back to left-handed pitching, then I'd love to see him in left field. But right now, he looks lost at the plate, exactly what you used to say about Rooker. He's striking out in three pitches. You know, he's not even rolling over pitches. He's not making contact. And one of my favorite things about him, not just the stolen bases, it's the, the, the batting average with runners in scoring position. He's a weapon. But what is he, what is he if, he's, if he's striking out every at-bat? That right there was a phenomenal call. Everything you said was spot on. I mean, it's uh, – you went over a lot there. You know, <laughs> it's kind of like – it's kind of – you know, I'll give you another guy and – we recently saw him down in San Diego at the winter meetings. He's a hell of a guy. Um, but it kind of reminds you of, of Rajay Davis, right? Oh, it's yeah. it's yeah. like, what what are you? What are you going to be good at? How, how Now, Rajay Davis was a far, far better uh, outfielder than Ruiz. And you just start to wonder, can you give me? Because Rajay, I want to say against right-handed hit, against right-handed pitchers, I would say Rajay was probably around a two forty-five, two fifty guy, right around in there. You know, no, I mean, on base. Uh, I don't remember. It's not going to be great. Probably mm-hmm. around three hundred. But right now, we're seeing Ruiz get dominated, and that's what's scary. Because I know Rajay had pretty decent numbers against left-handed pitchers here. Let me look him up on baseball reference here. Um, but Ruiz, he's not getting on base. I and mean, if he doesn't get on base, he doesn't have any value. There's, right. Especially if you can't play the center. If you can't play, you can play the corner. But that yeah, here's, Ra- okay, here's Rajay. Yeah. Rajay against right-handed pitching at a two fifty two batting average. He had an on-base of two ninety seven and OPS of six fifty four. That was against righties. Against lefties, he hit 280. He's a different player. So overall, wasn't great, but... But his splits work out pretty fair, right? He's not going to hurt you on defense. But we're not a team that's going to be... I mean, if we're trying to mix... I mean, 
I know everybody wants to mix and match these days, but the fact that you carry 13 position players, I mean 13 pitchers, you only get 13 position players. Uh, you need guys that, I, to, in my opinion, I think you need guys that can play. I think you need players who you say, this is my guy, this is who I'm going with. I mean, plenty of people are now watching enough Giants baseball to realize I can't stand watching this style of baseball. But for Weez, if I want my guy, I mean, I want to be able to play every day. We need to find out, can yeah. he be that guy? But, you know, you had some callers uh, calling in about, like, why is it um, Hernay's up in the majors and why is Harris not here? You know, you can't burn through your prospects either. Could it be that some of playing these guys is trying to get them some um, bats to build value? for some of the older players for the off season to trade and for the younger prospects, it could be just, we got to figure out what you can do. And if you, what you will be a part of the future. Cause once we bring up those younger guys, then we just got a bunch of guys that we can't really roster at the major league level. Right. That's what, that's what the um, spring is for. So with it being the end of a lost season, you know, Jonah Bride's already got a bunch of at bats at the major league level. Let him finish the year. Let Nick Allen finish the year because come spring training, you're going to have the AAA and AA shortstops uh, competing uh, for their job essentially. But you can't bring them all up right now because then, you know, you're going to have another Max Muncy situation where you get rid of a guy, they go to another organization, they perform, and then you're mad because you only gave them 150 at bats, you know, and didn't give them an everyday role. So, you know, you kind of got to let the guys play out. You know, the other day you were talking about piggybacking from the pitcher standpoint. Ugh. I don't like that as a general strategy to win. I, I hear you. I hate it. But right now, we just need pitchers to kind of get a grip. We need pitchers to step up and take hold and show us that Cole Irvin dog where, hey, I can pitch four innings. We just need to see some kind of stability. And then I think once they earn that role, then it's, hey, we'll stretch them out. We'll give you a I chance. Don't know. But right now, I don't know. Ken Waldachuk has started to throw a lot – by just finally saying, Ken, just go out there and pitch. You're starting and pitch. Yeah. He's gotten better. So we started stop screwing around with the opener with him. We stopped making him the opener. We stopped making him the bulk guy. We have started just saying, here's the ball, and he's getting better. He had to earn that, though. He had to earn that. He, you know, how many times did he come out the bullpen? How many bullpen uh, starts, uh, relief sessions that he need before he proved to Katze that, hey, I can still pitch? and you can stretch me out. How many times did he come in as the middle relief or the bulk guy? You know, he, there were a couple, you know, for May and uh, June, no, June and July, you know, Waldershuk was trying to work himself back into good graces, and he did that. And I think we want to see that happen from some of these other starters because, quite frankly, it's hard to tell who should be in the starting lineup. They're all different pitchers day to day. So Yeah, for me, you know. what I would do is I would give guys opportunities. Knowing, mm-hmm. knowing – I hate the Astros. I can't stand them, but I'm going to keep referencing them. I, I I'm throwing guys out there, and I'm letting you learn. I see. Problem is, we still we're we're trying to play a very odd game. We're trying to like still kind of win, and you're like, well, wait a minute, you're not going to win. The only way this team is going to win is when you organically allowed a young group to get together and start being successful. And maybe not even young, it's probably more inexperience. Is like all of a sudden, if you start having this group of, of like a Noda and a Geloff 
and a Butler and an Allen. And he let all these young guys, and then all of a sudden it's J.P. Sears and it's Ken Waldich. You let these guys start coming together, that's how you can organically grow a core and they start gaining confidence. Well, we weren't organic. We went out and had Jesus Aguilar. We had Jace Peterson. We have Alette Bastias. We got Tony Kemp. We got Seth Brown. We got Brent Rooker. Blah, 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 blah. We've got a bunch of older guys. We didn't do that because we still kind of want to try and win. Man, the best thing to do, and we have found it, and I used to hate it, but now I realize it, is you just got to rebuild with the young guys and learn with the young guys, and that is the best way to go about it. So I give Ken, Ken Walda, Chuck, you may be struggling, you may not. Get just Ken, you're a starter, go. And I don't care how bad it gets, just keep throwing them out there and keep throwing them out there. And finally, he's getting it. I think you stunt the growth, but you stunt the growth by making him just an opener, or you stunt the growth by just making him a bulk guy. Ken Waldachuk's getting better because you said, here's the ball, Ken, go get people out. In my opinion. I think we lost him. Good call, though. Uh, 833-625-2278. Yeah, that's what you do. Now, I'm not following the Tigers every single day. I mean, I read the notes, but I don't watch them. But the Tigers have let their young guys go. And they're now a game over 500 in the second half. The Nationals are well over 500 in the second half. They've been playing their young guys. Let them go. We've had an odd dance this year. We still do. We've had it even last year. I know people... Got tired of me saying it. I don't care. Go to your message boards and complain all you want. Reality, it was. We're not young. We were not young. You can't be young when you got an average age of 30 or so years old or 29 years old. I mean, that's the problem. We were not young. Everybody kept trying to say we're young. Started this year, we weren't young. But now you're starting to see, and you know, Noda's not young, but he would go in the category of inexperienced. He needed a chance to play. And he's showing you. And what Kev just talked about was when Noda left us because of the broken jaw, you really saw, damn. I miss Noda. I miss the fact that this guy just always gets on base. He's always walking. He hits a little bit. I miss his defense. It's amazing when you take a guy out of the lineup, you start to miss him. Ruiz was out of the lineup. Scary thing is, you're not missing him. And now he's not playing, and you're like scratching your head, and you're like, eh. loved him early. I'm just worried about it now. I'm in the camp of I'd like to see him play, though. Phil in Palo Alto. Phil, you're on the Ace Clubhouse Show. Hi, Chris. You know, everything you say makes so much sense. What happens when you tell David Force that? Uh, what does he say? How, how can he possibly co- counter your argument? Because your argument is 100% correct. Because he thinks I'm the idiot taking phone calls after the game? <laughs> well, anyway, I've got a comment. Uh, it goes a little counter to what you're saying. Uh, All right. You know, some, some of us fans are uh, in a dilemma because, for example, me, my favorite player is Tony Kemp. And uh, I get more emotion out of how Tony Kemp does sometimes than how the team does. 
uh, I'm sure you can understand that. You know, when totally. you have your favorites. Totally. Yeah. And t- today he was three for three on base, five out of five. His batting average is 225 now. Uh, a few months ago, it was 145. So I just want to give props to Tony Kemp. Uh, that's all I want to say about that. And I got a question for hey, you. Hey, by the way, hey, I, just want to, I, w- I just want to comment on that. And in yeah. any given season, fans ha- – and Tony Kemp's now been here. He's kind of uh, – he's still holding on, like the, our last of the, the last good group we have. And I understand that. That's the sensitive side. That's just being a fan. And Tony Kemp, as we we say at nauseum, what a great human being he is. He's a wonderful person. He's a wonderful man. And I totally understand that. But then there's the ruthless side of baseball, right? Tony Kemp's not the long-term. So it's always tough, right? You want him to do well. He's the greatest guy in the world. But you know he's not the long-term future of the team. It is a very conflicting emotion, no question. Yeah, but I, you are totally right. I mean, they, they really should just play the young players. And um, I've got a, a question for you. Uh, like you say, SD Ruiz is not a, a good center fielder, but I think I read that he used to be a middle infielder. So since a lot of people don't really believe in Nick Allen, why couldn't SD, why couldn't they try him at shortstop? I like how you asked that question. Because I recently asked that question to the super scout, Shooty Babbitt. Because Shooty, who works for the A's and does TV for NBC Sports California, we were doing, we were doing A's pre- and post-game live together because he saw Esty in double-A. And I asked him, I said, why did the Padres move him to the outfield. Well, at shortstop, they had C.J. Abrams, who's now the starting shortstop for the Nats, who was a big part of that Juan Soto deal. The Padres at one point were considered the number one or top three farm systems in baseball. And the Padres supposedly at the time were loaded with shortstops and second basemen. They like Ruiz. They saw potential and the speed so they moved him to the outfield. So I asked Shooty Babbitt the same thing you're asking me. Well, was he that bad in the infield? Shooty said no. So to answer your question, I've never seen him play infield, but supposedly he's not horrifically bad. Problem is, I'd probably think of him more as a second baseman, and you've got Geloff, but I wouldn't mind seeing it. In a season like this, if you're now going to tell me he's not the center fielder of the future and he's just going to play like left field, I wouldn't mind seeing him play some uh, infield. At least start working yeah. on it, take some ground balls. Zach Geloff's going to need a day off. Let's see him. I don't know. I, I All I know is I want to I wanna exhaust every opportunity for Wheeze before he – is deemed a guy that's not a part of the future. I want to give him every opportunity because we do know he does have an incredible tool that when he's on base, his speed is incredible. Yeah, his, he's an incredible uh, base stealing threat. Also, he's a great hitter with run uh, men in scoring position. Correct. And he's the, he's the kind of guy that if he hits well, 
he's the kind of guy that you say he's a, he's a game changer. He's an impact player. Um, so I don't know what his problems are at the plate right now, but anyway, I just thought I'd throw that out there and, uh, Thanks a lot for taking my call. Appreciate it. No problem. You have a wonderful evening. Yeah, where are we? God, I even forgot what the date is. Was it August 25th? Where are we on August 25th with Ruiz? Where are we? It's a great question. Do you have that... uh... If you guys didn't hear it today, I'll play it for you right now. Robert, can you load up Mark from the Mark Kotze Show? We do every Friday on A's Cast Live. That's our talk show. And then you can listen to it right now, athletics.com slash A's Cast, or you can watch it on the A's YouTube channel. Robert, do you have Mark Kotze's answer that I uh, asked him about Ruiz today? We played that in the third inning. All right, we're, it's about 40 seconds. It's not the full answer because we only have a minute inside the third inning for me to play it, so we got to cut it down. But here's the shortened version. I ask him, I'm like, hey, you've got the same lineup two straight days. I notice Estes not in there. You know, he hasn't been playing center field. He's not playing on a regular basis. What's the deal? Here's the answer. Yeah, that's a great question. And I think it's one, you know, I'm going to communicate to to Ruiz in terms of, you know, right now against this right-handed run that we've got, you know, I'm going to try to find him, you know, the best matchups available. Uh, you know, he's been scuffling offensively, um, you know, not just against righties, but I think um, for the last couple of weeks been been scuffling, you know, and we're working on um, getting him a little bit more upright, getting him more direct to the baseball. Um, you know, that's a, that's a process here and, uh, change isn't easy. You're going to experience some failure, um, but you've got to stick with it and, and believe in it. So what'd you hear there, folks? Struggling against righties. That's how it starts. And then you hear, well, he's kind of struggling against everybody. Then you hear working with changes, getting him into the best situations possible. Wait, what? This guy was your everyday center fielder. Your everyday center fielder went from playing every day, doesn't matter who's on the mound. Now, sometimes you wouldn't lead him off. You'd bat him ninth when it was a right-handed pitcher. I got it. But he was playing every day to, well, he's struggling against righties. Well, he's actually struggling against lefties, too. Well, we're just going to try and get him in where we think he can be successful to we're working on mechanics now. Do you hear it all? That's not he's fine. He's our center fielder. He's our leadoff guy. That's what we're going with. That's not on August 25th. I mean, if you would have, you wouldn't have gotten that answer in April. You wouldn't have got it in May. You wouldn't have got it in June. You wouldn't have got it in July. Things have changed. And that worries me. Now, if you're asking me Butler, I'd love me some Butler. So, Butler said on A's Cast Live, he's a center fielder. Okay, 
I have no problem with that. You can play center field. I have no problem with Blade playing center field. I have no problem with a total open competition. I just want to make sure Ruiz gets a opportunity because he does have special skills. Can you teach him to be more a complete hitter? He, at times, does hit. And as the last caller said, at at one point, he was in over 300 with runners in scoring position. He also hit at the right time. I'm just not, I mean, I just don't want to let him walk. Let's see what he's got. But then the caller makes a great point. Like, well, I love Tony Kemp. Remember when Tony Kemp, Tony Kemp tweeted something out and people took it as he's getting traded? I don't know if it had to do with the pregnancy. I, I can't remember. It was like a cryptic type deal. And people were like, no, Tony, don't leave. There's certain people that you love. And that's okay. Now, there's baseball people that would say, you're screaming about a guy that's been hitting under 220 all year long and sometimes was hitting like 170? But we fall in love with players. That's what fans do. We fall in love with the ones we got. And Tony Kemp has been a hell of a guy and a hell of an A for a lot of different reasons. I get it. But no matter who's a nice guy, I want Ruiz to play. I don't want to see him sit on the bench. I mean, Seth Brown has one home run in August and 60-something happens. It's like 67. I'm not even going to look it up. It's like 66 or 65 at-bats. He's got one home run. Oh, Robert's in the back. Robert, you're like the caller. You just fall in love with everybody. All right, let's go over it then. Now that Robert's in my ear going, well, he's been playing better. Okay, let's just see. We love Seth Brown, too. He's a hell of a guy. Hell of a guy. August, the month of August, according to Robert Costa, he's getting hot. He's hitting 235 with a 264 on base percentage and a 368 slug. One home run in 68 at-bats. You want to try me again on that, Robert, about how hot he is? 235, 264 on base, 320, 368 slug, 68 at-bats, one home run. I don't think that's sizzling hot. So it's just strange. It's a th- This year's been a strange year on how we go about our business day in and day out. But at least... You got to see Soderstrom. At least Geloff came up. It's like I'm kind of like Butler came up. I'm kind of like, okay, at least I got that. I do understand Hernandez and Harris are two different cases because Harris is not. Harris is like 25 years old. Yeah, he's got to he's got to get here and prove it, or he's not something somebody's gonna be a part of your future. Hernandez has turned 22. We're a conservative front office. So I'm not shocked that they're going to be like, let him play. You did it in double A, going to be in triple A. Let him do it. Hell, he could be up at any point. 
you got a month left. Plus, you're going to have somebody you're going to bring up. We'll see. Let's get to the out-of-town scoreboard brought to you by Mechanics Bank. I don't trust my iPad. The uh, I'm not trusting the scores. Some look like they uh, haven't been updated. So I'm going to go to my regular computer to tell you that the Diamondbacks are leading the Reds 5-4 to four in the bottom of the sixth. Mariners on top of the Royals, 4-3, to three, bottom of four. That is a big note, by the way. Hold on to that one. Mariners 4, Royals 3. Why? Because the Texas Rangers lost again. They've lost eight straight. Final here, 12-2. I don't have my notes in front of me, so don't quote me on these dates. But I believe the Rangers have been in sole possession of the American League West since, like, May 8th. If Seattle holds on, they'll be tied in first place with the Texas Rangers. That is amazing. They have crawled back. Houston, Presley, their closer, gave it up. Detroit wins 4-1. to one. Detroit's a game over 500 in the second half. Look out. And the Astros, they haven't been playing great baseball either. But if Seattle holds on, we're, we're tied in the American League West. Nationals, they've been playing way better baseball in the second half. They beat the Marlins 7-4. to Yankees on top of the Rays 6-2. Orioles beat the Rockies 5-4. Pirates over the Cubs 2-1. Guardians 5, Blue Jays 2, Phillies 7, Cardinals 2. Angels take down the Mets 3-1. And it was the Brewers over the Padres 7-3. One more score to give you. <laughs> Braves shutting out the Giants over at Oracle Park, 5 nothing in the bottom of the sixth. You want to talk about somebody that has not been playing good baseball. That would be the San Francisco Giants. If they lose, it drops them to 66 and 62 with two more left, two more uh, games left with the Braves over the weekend. Wow. What's on deck presented by Ashby Lumber. Ashby Lumber for all your building and remodeling needs. Learn. Oh, my God, I forgot. My, I am so sorry. I forgot. This is so on me, so on me, so on me. Alex Jensen, do you have the long version? I screwed up. I was supposed to play this an hour ago. Callers got me going. Alex Jensen, Zach Neal, I should have played this. My fault on me. I've been waiting to hear this. Zach Neal, what a great story tonight. The story tonight beyond Nick Allen. Zach Neal, first win since 2016 with Alex Jensen. A's defeat the White Sox in game two of this series here in Chicago. And Alex Jensen joined by... Uh, Zach Neal after a 12-4 win, and Zach, your first win in the big league since 2016. How did you feel out there tonight? Take me through what was working and kind of your approach against this lineup with a lot of big names. Yeah, for sure. They've got a, a pretty stout lineup, obviously, and um, guys with a lot of time and experience. Uh, I knew that going in, and um, you know, but I was just happy to be out there, to be honest with you. Um, you know, and I don't really get that nervous anymore. I know it's. I'm just grateful. Um, so that's kind of a cool perspective. Um, 
you know, and the offense and defense tonight were just as outstanding. You know, to, to be able to pitch with a, you know, sometimes a six-run lead, you know, I can be a little bit more aggressive in the zone. I don't have to be as perfect. You know, I can give up a solo shot, and, you know, it's, it's going to be okay. I can, you know, throw my stuff in the zone and attack guys. So that was, that was awesome. I mean, those guys just didn't stop. You know, we put up, I think it was five early, but, you know, sometimes you'll see a team do that and then maybe pull off the gas. Not tonight, man. I, they just kept on it, and, uh, yeah, it was a very special night, and, you know, like I said, I'm just full of gratitude and, you know, very thankful. And take me through the conversation when, uh, you know, the subject was first broached, hey, we want you to start on Friday in Chicago. You know, what's going through your mind, and how has that changed your preparation? Yeah, you know, I've been starting all year in AAA. Right. You know, I've been throwing great in AAA as a starter, and uh, I was in a really good routine there. And, uh, you know, so being out of the bullpen the, the last couple of weeks, you know, it's something I've done in the past, you know, but it is different. Um, you know, getting consistent work, uh, it's kind of hard in that long guy role. Um, you know, so to know that I'm starting and I can prepare and get in back into my routine I was in, you know, the last three months, um, it was, it was a, you know, so refreshing to hear, you know, and for them to tell me that they want me to start and be in the rotation is just like, man, it's a dream come true, really. Yeah, yeah. You know, and uh, just very thankful for them believing in me. Yeah. Yeah, take me through the offseason. I know you stayed in contact with Emo, but your first start, your first win since 2016, mm-hmm. how did it go that you ended up back in green and gold? <laughs> it's just <laughs> destiny, man. Yeah. Seriously. I mean... I had no calls in the offseason from anybody, you know, and somebody with my experience, my my repertoire, my career to not have any calls. It was very discouraging. Um, obviously, I don't I don't have what everybody wants. I don't have velo. You know, I attack. Okay, sometimes I have four good pitches. Sometimes tonight I had I had two, you know, um, but, you know, they know me as a person and uh, what I'm going to bring, you know, to uh, the team. And and that's heart. And um <laughs> So I reached out and, you know, I said, hey, I'm still ready. You know, I was going to retire man first. And um, just kept, kind of kept on him. You know, I am still available. I'm throwing, I'm throwing pins. I feel good. Uh, if you need anyone, you know, no pressure. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm over here just at home, you yeah. know. Me and my wife are planning summer trips, you know. With 13 years in, I, you know, who knows how long you play, you know. And, you know, look, here we are, man. You never know. Yeah. Got to take advantage, right? Uh, yeah. Real quick, what was the reception like in the clubhouse? It was special. Uh, TK just letting everyone know that was my first win since 2016. You know, to to spin back, crazy man. Yeah. Zach Neal, appreciate your time. Congratulations. Thank you. Appreciate All right, you. that's A's starting pitcher tonight, getting his first big league win since 2016. Zach Neal as the A's defeat the White Sox, 12 to four. Here from Guaranteed Rate Field, Townie, back to you. It's unbelievable. It's a great story. Tells you a lot about what's in that guy's heart. Yeah, you think about retirement. You're 34 years old. You and your wife are making plans, trips. Obviously, she understands baseball as well as anybody as her dad, former A, longtime big leaguer, now an agent. Her brother is one of the young superstars for the Kansas City Royals. Her other two sisters are married to baseball players. Her other sister's married to Cody Thomas, who's in AAA for us. The Witt family is baseball through and through. So his wife knows. 
She knows what this journey's like. I'm still throwing pins, Emo. Give me a shot. Come on. And to get your first win since 2016, what were you doing in 2016? Long time ago. Just goes to show, it's never... It's, there's never a point you should give up. You only live once. Why give up? Why? He's 34 years old. Is he old in baseball? Yeah, kind of. But he's got the rest of his life. He's got time to go find a whole other career. Why not play until they rip the jersey off you? You got the rest of your life to do something else. As long as you can keep playing baseball, man, do it. I applaud you. Don't ever give up on your dreams. Pretty cool. Special night. And who knows, right? You don't know how an outing like this can truly affect some things. Because right now, I'm looking across the board. How many teams go, nope, I don't need somebody who can just get me outs. Everybody needs somebody that can give them some kind, some type, some type of length. Because we have an epidemic. We have an absolute epidemic. Nobody can stay healthy. We don't have enough pitchers to get 4,374 outs. Did you see, I, I mean, this was a long time ago. This show's been going a long time. But I gave it to Ken Korak. He didn't even know that. I give it to longtime baseball people, 4,374. What's that? That's the amount of outs you got to get. That doesn't count extra innings. And people go, wow, that's a lot of outs. Yeah. And when you've got a bunch of starters that don't go deep, who's going to get all these outs? You need guys like Neil. I mean, if he can find himself again and start getting some confidence and stay healthy and get outs, I mean, anybody. Anybody's in play right now. You know why? Because everybody's all fascinated with Mason Miller. Mason Miller throws 100. Mason Miller throws 101. Mason Miller, they just tweeted out in MLB Pipeline. Oh, he hit over 107 times. And I'm going, whoop-de-doo. Can he stay healthy? We're all so fascinated. This guy throws 100. How many guys throw 100 and have a long career? I know one. His name's Nolan Ryan. And he was 97, 98. Could hit 100. These guys that were so impressed about hitting 100. How many of them stay healthy? Oh, that's right. They don't. Remember how great Shohei Otani? Shohei Otani's the unicorn. Never seen anything like him. You're right. And he's got to figure out what he's going to do now for a second time with his elbow. Jacob deGrom. Oh, my God. Second Tommy John. McClanahan, lefty in Tampa. Oh, nasty. And how hard does he throw? Second Tommy John. I just wonder if people who are around, who the the fan sites who love this team, who always talk about this team, are they still going to really, like, buy the 
Look out for Mason Miller. Great guy. I wish we could figure out a way to keep him healthy. I wish he could, you know, I don't know. I don't know how you tell someone to dial it back. I just, I don't know if his arm can withstand the amount of pressure that he puts on the elbow and have it hold up. But we'll tweet, oh, 100 miles an hour. These guys are just, it doesn't hold up. Guy like Zach Nail, if you're throwing 88, 89, throwing strikes and getting people out, and you can give me a bridge of three innings, there's value for you. There's no question. All right, what's on deck presented by Ashby Lumber. Ashby Lumber for all your building and remodeling needs. Learn more at ashbylumber.com. 330 A's total access. Alex Jensen will be in for me. Wow, Miles Naylor. A, well, of course, if you don't know, we drafted one of the Naylor brothers. He's going to be on tomorrow. I love it. Tommy Average will chat with Ken Korak. So that's A's Total Access brought to you by Chevron at 330. First pitch will be at 410. A's try and make it three in a row against the White Sox. Win this series. Keep winning series. After this, it's about being a spoiler against the Seattle Mariners. But no matter what, a historic night for Nick Allen, a career-high four hits, a career-high five RBIs. He went yard in this one. Ryan Nota playing in front of his parents and all of his friends and family went three for five, including a home run. And Zach Neal with his first win since 2016. 12-4 on the south side, as they like to say. It was special. I hope you really enjoyed this one tonight. We'll see everybody tomorrow back here at 3.30 for A's Total Access. Have a great Friday night. This has been the A's Clubhouse Show. Swinging a high fly ball, deep left center field. Fletcher is back. He's at the wall. It's a grand slam for Ryan Noda. Swung on a drive to deep right field. Springer just looks up, and it is gone. A two-run homer for J.J. Blade. It's 2-0 Athletics. Oh, is that ball well struck? Be sure to visit athletics.com slash A's cast for exclusive content, including pre- and post-game for every game. And it's a ground ball toward third. Riley has got it, bobbles it, picks it up, throws to the plate, and too late, and the A's have won it. Thank you for joining this exclusive presentation of A's Baseball.